0: Welcome to episode 184 of Stageworthy. I'm your host, Phil Rickaby. Stageworthy is a podcast about people in Canadian theatre featuring conversations with actors, directors, playwrights and more. I'm going to take one more opportunity to tell you about Got Your Back Canada, which is happening next week. Got Your Back Canada is a conference for acting educators taking place on May 27th and 28th. So whether you work as part of an institution or as a private coach or someone who's just interested in pursuing acting education, this conference is your opportunity to meet other passionate and dedicated teachers and learn some new techniques and practices to bring to the classroom. This conference will explore exciting new ideas and tools around anti-oppression, harassment, and mental health. For more information, visit GYBactingeducators.com or search Got Your Back Canada. Let's talk about Today Ticks. Today Ticks is an app and website that offers easy and affordable access to a wide variety of must-see cultural performances from plays and musicals to dance, opera, comedy, immersive experiences, and beyond. So let's take a look at the Today Ticks app today and see what they have this week. Oh, just added is Prophecy Fog at the Theater Center, which runs until May 26th. Oh, there are rush tickets for I Swallowed a Moon Made of Iron, and great prices on tickets to Buddies and Bad Times Lilies, and 83% off tickets for Otello at the COC. Today makes ticket buying simple, and you can purchase tickets in less than 30 seconds. Get it on iOS and Android, or go to todaytakes.com. You know, according to the Canadian Podcast Listener Survey, the most common way that people find out about new podcasts is from their friends and family. So if you know someone who might enjoy Stageworthy, please tell them about it. And if you tell someone, let me know about it. You can find Stageworthy on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at StageworthyPod, and you can find the website at stageworthypodcast.com. And if you want to drop me a line, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Phil Rickaby, and my website is philrickaby.com. My guests this week are Natalia Bushnik and Robin Luckwald of Kairos Theatre, who present their award-winning show, The Bathtub Girls, from May 21st to June 1st at the Assembly Theatre in Toronto. You guys took the bathtub girls to a horror festival in this? Yeah. Day? How,
1: how did that happen? Um. So we met Katie and Nick. Katie Hartman. Nick. Ryan. Nick. Oh my God! I forgot. To say. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Nick. Um. We met them at Winnipeg Fringe. Yes. They had seen our show. Mm-hmm. The Cold Hearts is their theater company. Nice. Yes. They are a minimalist gothic musical theater company. Oh well. Wow. Okay. They are very cool. They're very nice. very cool. Yeah. Their shows are. So strange They're and coming funny. to the London
2: Fringe, actually. Yes, they're doing nice. uh, the Unrepentant Necrophile.
1: Yes.
0: Wow. Okay. Which it's like a
1: rock musical. Yeah. Wow. Or yeah. A punk, musical. Okay. punk rock musical. Wow. Um, yes. So they we had kind of met them around the Fringe tent, and then uh, they came and saw our show and mm-hmm. approached us afterwards, saying that we'd be a good fit for the festival that they help run. Yeah. In Minneapolis. Nice. They're American. Yeah. Awesome. So they ended up. We, we teamed up, they were our producers, and we went to the great U.S. Yes. And really. <laughs> it was so cool. It yeah. Was, it was like my dream of a festival. It was
2: really, really cool. I didn't sleep for two weeks because I'm so yeah.
1: bad of horror content, <laughs> oh, but it was no, really? <laughs> like, Oh, my God. I was oh. so happy. Oh <laughs> I was so upset. It was like everything that I would would hope for as like a horror fan. Yeah, yeah. 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 It, it even like just even some of the proposals and ideas were just mm. so fascinating. Yeah. Like there was a scare a scary play. There was a play performed on uh on bikes. Like mm-hmm. the there they were bikes on a platform mm-hmm. so that they would have actors like like it's like they're biking alone in a in a forest and they would use light and puppetry to kind of like bring actors in and out and it was just wow. like so innovative and yeah there's like a 15 maybe not 15 minutes
2: it felt like 15 minutes it was so scary <laughs> but yeah. there was a, a lo- pretty long scene of a ch- like a chase scene oh my god where like that they were able to like play with like tension whoa, whoa, whoa. and distance yeah nice so like nice. deliciously yeah. yeah i
0: saw um last year at fundy fringe um andrew I don't remember his name. Um, he did this this solo show called "Something Awful" mm-hmm. or "Something Wrong," mm-hmm. um, and it's just him standing there talking. There's no real light mm-hmm. change. There's no anything, but he like the stories that he he was telling. There's a one point where the entire audience did this and just like stay stayed there for a while. It was amazing, and it was like, wow, you don't actually need. A yeah. lot to scare the shit out of people. Yeah, yeah generally yeah. with
1: horror, less is more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah That's yeah, why, yeah. like, I mean, yeah, hate is gonna hate, but I freaking loved Hereditary. Mm. I thought that was... I mean, the ending was was rough, but I thought that the, the whole progression of it was incredible because it was literally just physical theater yeah. and also Tony Collette being amazing as she yeah. is, but just like the twitch of a hand mm. can be enough to be yeah. terrifying if it's shot mm. in the right way. So yeah, yeah. I think it's great. Nice. Mm.
0: <laughs> it doesn't <laughs> but, need CGI. Uh, uh, Robin, you're not, you're not good with horror. I'm or? not
1: good with horror. <gasps> no,
2: I know. It's so funny when Katie and Nick uh, came up to us in Winnipeg being like, Hey, you should come and do this horror theater festival. I was like, like, I, was, I felt so confused because, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because, I, I don't know, we didn't, like, make the play to be scary. On or, purpose. On, like, yeah, we yeah. didn't, like, make it to be scary on purpose. No. Yeah. It's just that, like, the way, like, it's just, like, kind of horrific events. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, but, um, so it ends up being very heavy and intense, yeah. but, um, or, like, it's just, like, yeah, it's just, like, intense content. Yeah. Um, but... But I yeah so we we observed during the horror festival that I I like being scary but I do not like being scared.
0: Okay, well, that is completely fair. <laughs> yeah. I'm with you on that. <laughs> yeah. I am not. I do not. I do not do well at horror movies and no. things like that. Y'all. But I love I love being able to scare other people. Yeah, you know, write something that makes somebody go, ooh, I shit my pants. Or whatever. <laughs> and whatever they do, you totally. know. It's like, yeah, but I. Not good with the no.
1: horror myself. Yeah. But Nat was also saying that she likes being scared, but doesn't like being scary. I don't oh, like scaring shit. people. Okay. I don't like pranking people. I don't like scaring them, jumping out. Robin will do that. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know what it is. I like, being, I like being the receiver. I like being the one receiving the horror. I find okay. it comforting to watch scary movies, maybe because I grew up on them. Like okay. my mom and I would mm. always watch them together um for whatever <laughs> she's a great mom she is she's perfect she is. she's, yeah. she's yeah. actually perfect but it was just a comforting thing that we shared yeah. and so then i'm just like accustomed to it but but scaring other people scares myself too much <laughs> That's in sense. Fair. That's fair. Yeah. and i mean and yeah bath bathtub girls like it was funny because there was an article in minneapolis that listed us as one of the top scares
0: Ooh, really? which was
1: hilarious i know really? it's not but i think yeah, it's not it's just like yeah it's just ups- like it's, it's
2: disturbing. disturbing.
0: it's, it's upsetting and disturbing it, it, it does i was going yeah. to say it's unsettling yeah because yeah. it gets you at that at a certain spot right? yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah
2: and it's
1: not more than it being scary and there's different yeah. types of yeah. horror yeah. i think that's why i kind of got stuck on hereditary for a while because i found it terrifying it's because it's about the relationships it's yeah. about mm-hmm. the like you don't really know if she's crazy if, if it's yeah. like abusive like you don't totally know what's going on but something about it is familiar yeah. mm-hmm. and I think maybe that's why they thought, I mean obviously the actual plot of our story is scary I guess mm-hmm. but I think it's more just the relationship we have together is mm-hmm. disturbing. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Also maybe like part of why it comes through as being unsettling and like spookifying is because is because we weren't aiming for that when we made it, like we were yeah. aiming on like finding the core of something like, yeah. we just yeah. like how, we spend a lot of time, like f-
1: yeah, like searching for the like essential sort of animalistic, yeah, uh, bringing drive. inwards, outwards, kind of thing. Yeah,
2: bringing inwards, outwards, and so, um, mm-hmm. and so whereas I think that when so- when when one tries to make an effect, it like often falls. Yeah, like for example, yeah. like playing an emotion is like almost never effective. Whereas like letting like like playing an action, and letting that effect. The situation and letting that affect the character is yeah. often,
0: yeah. most mm-hmm.
1: effective. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but it was fun. It was a it was a fun surprise, and it yeah. definitely revealed a lot in our show we didn't even yeah, recognize for mm. sure. That's for sure, and it fit in with the it festival. Did. It fit in with the festival. An interesting yeah. thing that we experienced there versus any other audience we performed for before, before probably, <laughs> is uh, we uh, a lot of the uh, we have little comments in the show that are kind of like dark humor twists yeah. um could be considered inappropriate or disturbing mm-hmm. but they're teenagers and that's what they do yeah um and it was so fascinating because in the past when we've performed this we've had discomfort or silence just like <laughs> that was weird and from this audience who were looking for that thrill they were they, ready they were laughing like they really were with us and like thought it was so funny nice. yeah so yeah. it was it was really fun like to kind of be in I mean yeah, it as an actor, it, yeah. w- it was really interesting to feed off that kind of energy. Yeah,
2: yeah,
0: where they want to be disturbed. Yeah,
2: so mm-hmm. they were. Yeah, the jokes landed better than they ever have. N- ever have. Yeah.
0: Oh. Um, had you thought about previous to this, like calling the show a horror to, to like no. connect with an audience like that, or I don't think so. We
2: hadn't. Yeah, we hadn't. I'm really glad that Katie and Nick like opened up that like those doors for us to like yeah. look into that
0: mm.
2: aspect of the show yeah. but um, but we hadn't previously yeah we just like had not considered it to be a, a scary
1: horror play at yeah. all and it's funny yeah. like I I honestly hilariously as obsessed as I am with horror I had never even thought of like horror theater I don't know yeah, totally. like it had kind of occurred to me like of like blood and yeah. violent stuff like like but I had never really like seriously thought about it and yeah. then when I Heard there was this whole festival celebrating it. It kind of changed mm-hmm. my perspective and also really excited me.
0: Mm-hmm. Genre in general is not tackled very often in theater. No, horror, yeah, science fiction. That's a good point. Like that. Yeah. It's like yeah, it, considering that that there was a time when if you wanted horror, theater was the place to go. Right? Yeah, and, and, mm. and then movies sort of took over, and, and yeah, for the most part, theater kind of went. Well, I guess that's not for us anymore. but yeah. there's some really exciting shit that happens when people are trapped in a room, with yeah, you, you know? exactly, yeah, yeah. For
2: sure. And I feel like knowledge of the of that fact, like mm-hmm. we are all trapped in this room together, yeah is an important thing. yeah, films sort of is it films interesting, I think, because it i I don't know. i I am when I watch movies, I often like. Lose track of what's happening around me. Yeah. Whereas when I'm in a theater show, I'm like, like often highly aware of everything that's happening around me because I'm searching for the story in my environment, yeah. um, and so, yeah, I feel like that's a really important thing to be aware of. Yeah. In, well, in making theater at, yeah. at all.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is Absolutely.
2: that yeah? We are all trapped in this room together, and like the set, the senses are like open in, with. Uh, like, are wide open to that fact.
0: I think there's something that changes when somebody goes from being from seeing a movie to being to seeing theater.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Something about because we're very passive when we watch a movie, mm-hmm. right? We sit back, we have our popcorn, and yeah. there's previews, and think there's mm-hmm. it's always going to be the same. But yeah. somehow, when there are people on stage and we mm-hmm. we can feel that there are people there mm-hmm. and they're breathing. I mean, they're like actually there. Our mm-hmm. perception entirely changes mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. because you're a part of the experience. Yeah, as an audience yeah, yeah. member, mm-hmm. yeah. you're an active
0: participant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what, last time we spoke, you guys mm-hmm. were about to head off to to the Winnipeg Fringe. How oh, was oh. how was that? We it was great. <laughs> it was <really laughs>
2: like yeah, it was no. Good. Actually, it I feels like we were so young. Yeah. yeah, we were
1: we were kind of babies. A lot happens in your early twenties. <laughs> <laughs> I feel old.
2: That was 2017, right? Yeah. Yes. Holy crap! Yeah, that's really wild. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I was a different person. (laughs) Me too. too. Naturally, though. Same. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Winnipeg fringe was awesome. We were staying with a wonderful, wonderful person, Um, Katan Kathy Ann. Mm -hmm. and everyone at the Winnipeg Fringe was so kind and, like, welcoming of us. And yeah. the festival is bopping. Mm-hmm. Like, the audiences are so there for the festival. Yeah, that was
0: yeah. a
1: whole other experience. Right? Like, it was yeah. it's really
0: cool. so different than, than doing a show in Toronto. Like, the entire city of Winnipeg is, like, there for the Fringe. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's yes. their thing. Yeah.
2: Yeah. That we could come in as a totally new company and, like, survive mm-hmm. Yeah, the Fringe was, yeah. like, very cool. Yeah. And also, like the friends and connections that we made there, like, Mm. still have, like, (sighs) endured. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: There's something about traveling to another city with with fringe that mm -hmm. really sort of forges this, this, like, this family feeling. Mm -hmm. Like, there really is a fringe family. If you do, especially if you do multiple fringes, by the end it's like... Just a, a literal family where it goes from like, oh, you didn't do so well tonight. I'll buy the drinks. I didn't do so well tonight. Yeah. You buy the drinks. Yeah. So it so it artists becomes, helping artists. Absolutely. I yeah. was at Calgary and the year before a guy from the States had broken his leg. And, oh, my God. Um, He was, you know, didn't have insurance he, Of course. And and so all of the shows that were in the fringe took a collection after their show. Wow. To to be able to help him pay for his hospitalization. Which was like That's wonderful. That's to me is like the one of the The ultimate. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um did you guys I mean obviously going from like you, guys have done Hamilton. You've done London Fringe.
1: We done... no, we've done Hamilton and Winnipeg. Okay, we did the London One Act Festival, but with our two individual pieces that we co-produce right. for each other.
0: Yes. Um, so you've done the the Hamilton Fringe and the Winnipeg Fringe, um, but you've gone to the Toronto Fringe. Was there like a shock to heading to Win- Winnipeg and it being as massive as it is?
1: Hmm. I'm not really for me personally, only because
0: so many people had
1: told me about it ahead of time. that's good. Mm -hmm. So I felt, I didn't, I mean, it it was huge. I feel so long ago now, too. It's like hard (laughs) to even think about. But yeah, I mean, I think we went in with a plan Mm. and we held our own pretty well. Like um, everyone was super, super friendly and accommodating. Yeah. Even though we didn't know anyone going in there, we had such amazing support from other people that we were able to get an audience and and build our... Little hype around that. Yeah. Did, you,
0: did you manage to? Was it was it hard to get that hype going from the beginning, or did you manage to get people out?
1: People are really receptive,
2: actually. Nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I we think had because solid audiences throughout.
1: Yeah, yeah, probably because there's not a whole lot of drama. Yeah. In.
0: No, that's for fringe, sure. I yeah,
1: would, oh, I guess at least at that year maybe there's there's a lot of comedy, but. Um, I don't know. Mm. We also had a really good location. Like That's our true. theater was in
2: a really good location.
1: What was your venue?
2: Um, the Roblin Center. Okay, I think it was okay. called. Nice. It's um like only a like a block or two maybe off of the main square. Yeah. So we were yeah, yeah, really yeah.
1: lucky in nice. that sense. Yeah, yeah. Um and that being said, mm-hmm. I know this is like uh, changing a mm-hmm. topic a little bit, I know. but like. Robin and I have gotten blessed with some really cool performance spaces, yeah. and it's so interesting how we've been able to alter the show based on where we are. Like mm-hmm. the like at Hamilton Fringe, right off the bat, working in theater Aquarius was yeah. so lovely yeah. as our first performance space. That was yeah, so yeah. Lucky. beautiful dance floor. Oh my god, yeah. like, it was awesome. And then we go to Winnipeg, and we get this like incredible like great stage we could do it in the three-quarter round we had the most incredible team working in that theater oh my gosh yeah. the technicians oh yeah
2: so oh, good
1: yeah yeah the technicians in
2: our space yeah. were amazing and, like the technicians for Winnipeg Fringe are aces. incredible yeah, yeah, yeah. incredible yeah
1: yeah and then we go to the horror festival and the space that we worked in was this old gothic theater it was ginormous and i swear we will never work in a better theater than yeah what we did those those few performances because like yeah it i, re- I remember just wanting to cry like, was just so overwhelmed i think that i do think that i may have shed some tears during our i think you rehearsal. did yeah <laughs>
2: <laughs> it was like it was um
1: i yeah out of this world
2: out of this world
1: mm. yeah mm-hmm. and to perform it's so interesting because this is a process that we're kind of working with right now because the assembly is an intimate theater yeah mm. um and and in at the horror fest it was like ginormous yeah. sort of uh yeah like just that classic mm-hmm. big venue mm-hmm. and so to fill an intimate show like to fill the space with our bodies with our sound
2: mm-hmm. uh
1: it was such an interesting process and it worked like we we yeah. We, we were surprised that it it actually fit the space on a, on a yeah. bigger, yeah. kind of grander level. So then now, it, it's sort of, like, just, yeah, I guess just re-examining the whole production of it and just seeing how we can fit it best to the assembly is going to be really interesting. And it's
2: really exciting, also, to think about, yeah. like, taking, like sort of, like, those, like, cathedral-like scale... That that cathedral-like scale... Yeah. And, like, trapping people in, like, a small room, room yeah. with it. Yeah. And... Yeah. Or, like, the... And not that the, the show has, like, changed... The show has not changed scale, I suppose, but, like, being able to bring the essence of, like, what we learned in that cathedral-like uh-huh. space yeah. into the assembly. And yeah. something that we've always talked about with the show is that it's sort of, like... Um, be like part of the like when mm, I don't even know exactly how to phrase it. Like a feeling that we get, mm, like a feeling that is inside the show for us is um, being trapped in, in a womb, mm-hmm. like in a, like being trapped but in a safe, pl- familiar place, um, and like that place becoming toxic. Mm-hmm. That's like what ha- happens to the char- our characters yes, in yeah. a play, and um. And so that's why we've always been really excited about performing it in intimate venues yeah. because it's like a confined, warm place where we can all sort of like cuddle in together. Right. So it's really. It, yeah, so it's really exciting to think about, like, combining that with, like, the, like, floating in space that yes. happened at the, at the Twin Cities Horror mm. Festival. Because mm-hmm. um, it really was, like, they were, like, sort of, like, suspended in space. Mm. Yeah. Because the
1: theater was so huge. And... Um, and I just want to thank Derek Chua very quickly because he was yeah. the one that uh, suggested that we apply to the Assembly Theater because mm-hmm. he had seen our show at Hamilton Fringe. We did not know this. Yeah. <laughs> so nice. <But laughs> I was like, "Oh, that's cool," because he sees everything. Yes, yeah. he does. Um, yeah, yeah. And he suggested, it, and I was like, "That's a good thought." So thank yeah. you, Derek. Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: yeah. One of the things I was just thinking, as you described, like playing all these all these different venues, is that's one thing that that taking a, a show to different fringe festivals teaches you is like mm-hmm. how to. How to adjust mm-hmm. to a different space. Mm-hmm. And usually people don't get to, don't go from like medium size, small venue, small venue,
1: massive Enormous, venue, yeah. and then
0: back to a small venue, but you guys have had that that experience, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is which is awesome.
2: I was gonna say something also exciting about going to the assembly theater mm-hmm. is that we don't like we don't have to pick up the show after we finish it every day and pack yeah. it away. Oh my
0: god. Huge. We get to uh,
2: the space huge. is like our, our, yeah, just yeah, yeah. our
1: only our friend oh, <laughs> for yeah. the
2: two weeks that we have it, so nice. which
1: is so yeah, exciting. Nice. Yeah. And, and also we just both happen to live really close to it, which is nice. Even yeah. better. Like walk home. Yeah. Yeah. Our show has a home for two weeks. That's yeah. Awesome. Which is
2: so exciting. And our, um, it gives set... us so much. Oh, sorry. I about ahead. to say the
1: exact same thing. Yeah, that's so that it just gives us more flexibility. Thing. Yes. Go yes. ahead. <laughs> and
2: our sound and set designer, Phoebe Wang, is, um, an installation artist and a radio artist. That's, like, her, like, where she comes from. And so um, it's really exciting to give her, uh, like, to to sort of, like, witness the way that she is taking, like, free reign Mm -hmm. with, like, being able to have Mm -hmm. a home for, like, a living installation for two weeks. Yeah. And the way that she thinks about like sound in the space mm. and the way that she thinks about yeah. locating yeah. the sound and mm. like
1: we're so lucky to have her we're oh so
2: God. lucky to have her hire her everybody yeah like she's we <laughs> she's like the best in the business yeah we yeah. got
1: lucky because we got really lucky. Robin got a little <laughs> okay okay okay, okay. <laughs> but we're gonna use that luck because she's freaking insane and it's so cool to finally like Robin and I have been inside of this project together as a twosome for a very Mm. long time. Mm -hmm. So having a third person that we trust implicitly, Mm -hmm. like even the ideas she was showing us before we came here Mm -hmm. are out of this world and Mm -hmm. so go beyond what I would imagine mm-hmm. nice. in sound design so nice.
2: and since the show is movement based it's so important that the sound is like a really like close like that we hold that the sound and performance are like really closely collaborated on so yeah, yeah. and so it's really exciting to be able to work with someone we trust so much and respect so much absolutely yeah
0: Last time you were on, we talked about a little bit more detail about what the show is about mm-hmm. and and its mm-hmm. origins. But I'm curious, mm-hmm. how has the show evolved? Totally. From, yeah. uh, from Hamilton to Winnipeg to Minneapolis to mm-hmm.
2: now. Totally,
0: it's a great question. It's <laughs> a
2: great question. Well, we're we're much more mature as artists mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. sure. So the way that we handle. The play now is like so much different than Ham. Like the show that we did in Hamilton mm-hmm. is, like, like feels like a world away mm-hmm. from the show that we have now. Like, there's the core. The core is still there. Yeah. But like, they're all like all the history informs where it is now. Yes. Yeah. But
1: um we were. Yeah. Um, I I, I don't know. I was talking about this uh, earlier, but it it really does feel like Robin and I have been growing up together with the play Mm -hmm. because as much as we can joke around about like oh how much can happen in a year it's true we have evolved so much we've been through a lot individually and Mm -hmm. and together and so that informs the working relationship that we have therefore it informs our joint creativity and the way that we go about different processes and Mm -hmm. um and our technique exactly we took about i think it was like almost a year after winnipeg fringe that we kind of took like sabbatical, if yeah. you will, from mm-hmm. it because we we're both yeah. doing different projects. And then returning to each other after that, mm-hmm. having both had like totally different experiences, it was so interesting going back in mm-hmm. with all this new information and tools and mm-hmm. uh, worldly <laughs> experience.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah yes, so totally. as a 25 year old. What what did change in in the process after going off and doing those yeah. two those two projects when you came back together? What what had changed? Aside from the fact that, yeah, you were older, wiser. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think... <laughs> let me think about
0: this for a second.
1: Yeah. Is it weird just to say that I missed you? <laughs>
0: <laughs> is not, is not weird at all. Is not weird at all.
1: I don't know. I was like, no. maybe I took it for granted. <laughs> like, uh, I, I missed... I. It was interesting. Robin and I are both... I, I would call, call us both intense. We care yeah. a lot about mm-hmm. what we're making and we yeah. will spend the time we think is necessary to yeah. work on it, yes. which may tire some people out. <laughs> but the, but the uh, thing I find the funniest yeah. about if I'm feeling like, oh, maybe that was kind of crazy. Maybe that was like a little bit too aggressive for me. And then if I call up Robin, I'm like, oh yeah, is that too much? And Robin's like, no, that's what I would have done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, cool. Like we're both like, oh, this is great. Yeah. Um, I think, learning to have it's just learning to have balance learning Mm -hmm. to not be totally consumed by what you're making because when you do care and you are passionate Mm -hmm. towards something I don't know at least for me it's really easy to get like 24 hour brain only thinking of this Mm -hmm. one project yeah and so I think Mm -hmm. something we've gotten much much better at over Mm -hmm. time is just dividing it up like Mm -hmm. rehearsals from this time to this time lunch break for an hour we go here and then we just let it go as best as you can when you go home at night mm-hmm. and then return to it the next morning. Yeah, was- and our brains are
2: fresher the next exactly. day.
1: Exactly, and- more productive, you have fun.
2: Yeah, and I think also, like, I've learned a lot about being able to let go of yeah. things. Like, yeah. um, over the years, um, not just letting go of, like, old ideas that aren't working, but also I think that we used to be, like, like, before, like year, like, when we first started the project, I think that we were kind of confused and caught between, like, what um like what is and is not documentary in this mm-hmm. yes and i think that We've like just like realized that it's not it's documentary not. theater. Yeah. It like yeah. it is not. It will not be. It cannot be. And we don't want. And that's it to not be. what we wanted
1: to make yeah. it. And it
2: wouldn't be. Yeah, we didn't want to make that anyway. And it wouldn't be right of us to be like this is a documentary because yeah. it's not. It's it's, it's just <laughs> it's not. Far like, from it. How
1: could it be? And I think a lot of that came from the fact that we just didn't trust our own artistry. Yeah. Right. And so, like, we were inspired by the story and inspired by the themes and content and the mm-hmm. characters that we created yeah. that are fictional
2: mm-hmm. and
1: then yeah but then we just like kind of hid behind oh like I don't know we yeah. hid behind certain conventions whereas right. now I think we both trust yeah. ourselves as people and each other and yeah. as a team to continue making what we think it is and I think mm-hmm. even like the horror festival helped that I feel like oh for sure every really. experience has added to it
2: yeah the longer that we have time to like marinate with the project the like, the more it becomes that way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the more tr- we can trust it because the ideas are more tried. or and totally. like, if they don't hold, then we don't need them. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, yeah, and I think that also we've... I think that I've at least come closer to understanding what I care about saying... Yes. ...with the play. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And so, like... Yeah, that's huge. <laughs> yeah, it's huge. And something that we talk about a lot is, like... Um, uh what like who is heard in this story and right. and when we first like were like sort of like sparked by the the like reading news about the um story it was originally inspired by um we like the thing that like the seed that really stood out to us was the way that like the characters were villainized mm-hmm. in the media and also that it was like a super one-sided perspective right. of their story, and from the very beginning, we were like, we're not interested in perpetuating, um, like, the criminalization of people in tragedy and yeah. in, in crisis. Mm-hmm. Like, and so it's become much more about like advocating for young people in in time in like extreme crisis yeah. mm-hmm. than it is about like us. Um, yeah, then it is about documenting a news story, especially a news story like, like, we're, we're not the kind of the way that this story had been documented was just so like trivializing yeah. of the people who are involved and, um, and like dehumanizing of yeah. them. And the humans that we have made just like we couldn't ever cl- like begin to say that they are the people yeah. that it happened to because they're humans that we've made from our own experiences and our imaginations. Um, and we're working on um, like um, getting in touch with the original humans, which is hard because their identities are protected. Yeah. But like, because the seed of their story is in like the thing that we have imagined, it feels like it's important that they have some agency. Yeah. And, um, uh, at least in, at least by knowledge of like, we made up a thing, like, yeah, we made yeah. up a thing that like y- you like h- helped us make up yes. with like yeah. by existing, mm-hmm. like. But the thing that we've made up is separate from them. Yeah, the thing that we've made up is is about youth advocacy and is about like, um, like supporting people in your community when they mm-hmm. call for help yeah. and like, um. And, um, yeah, and, like, not trivializing youth. Yeah. That's a really big part of it for me. Yeah. um, That, like, I also work with kids a lot, mm-hmm. and I work with young people a lot. And um, I notice it's, like, the difference in, like, how a child responds to being respectfully spoken to or respectfully treated and, like, how a child responds to being controlled or, like, disregarded mm-hmm. is, like immediate and stark Mm. and like children are just children are people they're not little animals like that are like to be led around like yeah they need guidance but they're people who deserve respect Mm -hmm. and um and so i think that's part of why that like hits really hard for me is in our story is that like yeah, it's like, respect youth. Respect youth and hear and see them for yeah. who they are and how they are and
1: where they are. Um, I think that falls in line like what you had just said before mm-hmm. about um, knowing more and more about what you stand for. I think that's mm-hmm, also just true. a part of growing up. Sure. That's true. I remember Lupita Nyong said this incredible quote, which was that you... It was about in regards to theatre school, I think, specifically, but she was saying you can't be other people until you know yourself. Yeah. And yeah. I know for me that's been a huge thing. I, mm-hmm. I, yeah... Yeah. Being able to you can be as intuitive as you are, but until you are introspective and fully accept yourself for who you are, then you can kind of yeah, take on other stories and experiences yeah. and then it it's not like um therapy or something. It's yeah. just
0: it's just storytelling. Yeah. What's interesting is you were you were mentioning earlier about how when you first did this, you were didn't have the confidence to say we made this, and you were sort of hiding behind yeah. the documentary, which almost sounds like you were falling into what you were saying, Robin, about um, the agency of young people. Because you guys mm. were quite young when you did this. Yeah, it's almost like you did the You irony. felt, like you, didn't have, you, felt like you didn't have the agency to say yeah. we made this, and you had to hide behind something. Yeah. But now, mm-hmm. as you've done it so many times and started to own it, you now have the agency to to say that you made it, that mm-hmm. you created this thing hmm
2: yeah that's interesting and then it's it's sep- it's a separate its own thing yeah yeah that's yeah. interesting yeah. huh huh
0: do you that's guys when you guys come back to working on this do you mm-hmm. do you re-examine the show do Everything. you rebuild it
1: yeah yeah,
2: yeah. we, we had, start from the top and we sc- scratch through it
1: oh yeah. my god we had yeah. our first rehearsal like Two days ago, I think. and After,
2: like, months of production meetings. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. the part we all love, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? Yep.
1: Yeah. Um, anyway, we can finally actually rehearse our show now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even just today, we were <laughs> reworking a scene because uh, Phoebe, who was an incredible sound designer, mm-hmm. overheard us doing this specific part. I had seen the archival footage and was like... That, that ain't working. You got to get rid of it. And we were like, ah, oh, we were young.
2: And, <laughs> and also, like, we knew at the time we just didn't have any other tools. Yeah, to we didn't. I was kind of like, how
1: do we fucking fix this? I don't know. Just, like, <laughs> yeah. maybe no one will notice. Is, I don't know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So we were rewriting that today, and it was one scene. And I think look, we got through it, but it's so funny. Like, yeah, it's, like, right near the beginning of the show. And, and yeah. it's always a process of just reexamining the more like mature we get the more tools we have the more resources mm-hmm. we have the mm-hmm. you know the more we can spruce up our show and yeah. and rewrite it and and time is a good thing
0: on our side this time around as well yeah
1: yeah that's true so yeah.
0: you also learn from an audience like performing yeah. a show the more you perform a show for an audience the more you know about the show totally you sure. think going into it that like i wrote this i know this yeah you don't Until an audience tells you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent.
0: And so I know every time I've done the commandment, it's been a a re-examination of of the show. And uh, sometimes it's changed a bit. This time it's changing more. But like it changes because every time I come at it, I'm a different person. Yeah. Just like you guys are different people than when you first wrote it. Yeah. And so you, you come at it as the people that you are now rather than the people that you are then yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: yeah and having really cool and important discussions after the show too with just audience members who come up and say hey i identify with this for this mm-hmm. reason that's always super helpful because mm-hmm. we're writing it from our two perspectives mm-hmm. you know yeah we can only y- where like, else could we write from yeah, yeah. exactly and so it's <laughs> But also, we're yeah. both of our brains look out kind of fried today. Sure. <laughs> like, you know. Well, I
0: appreciate you guys coming and having this conversation. You your afraid, really
1: oh bad. no, it's yeah. good. No, it's, it's good. good. Yeah.
2: yeah. Um, it's really nice. Thank you for having. Yeah. Us.
0: Um, so now, like you, you went through the process of applying to to assembly. Mm-hmm. How has that, having been selected to to be part of the the assembly season, how has that process been for you?
2: Really, like like I was saying before, it's like so exciting to like know that we're going towards putting our our show in a home yeah.
1: like yeah it like, it like <laughs> yeah. has its
2: own little home yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. so yeah. exciting
1: Luis fernandez he was already a friend before yeah before this experience and he's taken on like a lot of work with yeah. that theater nice. and yeah. um and i'm sure he is absolutely exhausted and yeah. so i'm gonna do this little shout out to lewis being like you are so great yeah. <laughs> and you yes. will get through it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, yeah. it's like, it's so exciting. Um, yeah. And, and yeah, just having, the agency over our whole mm-hmm. space like including the yeah. lobby like we got we got a lot of stuff that we can yeah. cook up so yeah yeah and
2: there's lots of people with really good hearts who are yeah. like like lewis has such a good warm heart and it's yeah. just like really nice to yeah. feel that from yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. alice from lundy came cool. on to help us with publicity, publicity. and yes. and media outreach and she's just a goddess oh my god she's so good <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> i feel so safe yeah um and yeah. all, the people
2: that we're, um, all the people that we're looking at for, like Phoebe, for example, but also
1: other people we're looking at for, like, the production team. Oh, gosh. Um, to actually have a team this time yeah. is so, it's such a gift. Like, yeah. it's not just, I was trying to be like, can you turn that light blue? Like, yeah. yeah. actual designers. Yeah. And, and that makes, like, a world yeah. of difference. Mm-hmm.
2: And the technician at the assembly function. Oh, Chin, is just, like, he knows... He yeah
1: stuff so well nice. and so we can just yeah. focus on the performance aspect once we're done the rewrites and yeah, we can it, actually yeah. and and uh direction and everything we can just go into the space and do it and trust a really amazing mm-hmm. team mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. the biggest relief of all because mm-hmm. it's tiring to make theater <laughs> yeah for sure yeah it sure
0: is, it yeah. Sure is. yeah um you guys mentioned that you like took a year away from this show after yeah. the Minneapolis and
1: mm-hmm. yeah. after, or, Winnipeg. after Winnipeg after, after Winnipeg, Winnipeg yeah.
0: so what kind of stuff were you guys doing what did you do during, yeah. the, during the intervening year yeah the <laughs> um I <laughs> uh, do you want
2: to go yeah I we were like we like we were like we finished Winnipeg and we were like hey now I was like, "Hey, I think I want to do more film." And I was like, "I think I want to be in other people's
1: plays." Yeah, yeah. Stop this for a while. Did, yeah, no, not, at, like, not because we didn't like it, but it's just it's like It's so time consuming. And yeah. you don't get to too. do anything else. Yeah. You don't get to
2: do anything else, and it's important to I think expand and focus your practice in different areas. Yeah, absolutely. And so it was. Yeah, that's what we did basically. I, yeah, I just took some time to be in other people's work, like yeah. just like be an actor
1: in other people's <laughs> stuff. Yeah, yeah. You wrote a bunch of stuff. You yeah weren't you in a production produced by why not oh theater? well well the riser project the, oh the riser Part project of the Riser is, project you were in some um,
2: buddies oh yeah yes. yeah yeah so um and then Nat, like also like has been doing so much work in voiceover
1: and, um, <laughs> hello. and <laughs> hello as you can tell from this interview yeah yeah just like uh animation work nice. so yeah. yeah oh yeah I have to do a plug for Winston. If you haven't watched CBC comedies, people watching, Winston Roundtree's people watching, really you good. should do it. It won the Canadian what is it? The Canadian Screen Award nice. for Best Web Series Fiction in 2017. Very it's nice. dope. <laughs> yeah, it's very political and he's very well written. And nice. yeah, he's
0: incredible. Nice. So
1: yeah. check her out. It's awesome. awesome.
0: Robin, did you do an all female uh Henry V? Yes, I did. Was that um, the
2: Edge production. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Marianne
0: was just in here a little while no ago. She's, her episode comes up uh, tomorrow for the the, the pregnancy, pregnancy fact. Pack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, it's awesome.
2: Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. I like getting the time to like. I don't know. I love Shakespeare so much. I'm yeah. like so typical. I just like yeah. really, really love Shakespeare. Yeah, freaking and, nerd. Like, yeah, I know. <laughs> it's like one of my favorite things mm. to do is play Shakespeare and so and getting the chance to like um like those words were not written to be in like an afab body yeah. like um and so it's really nice to get a chance to like there's such like just the text is so good and yeah. delicious and like yeah. why can't I speak it huh yeah, <laughs> yeah know, exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, why can't why can't like non-binary and like identified as female at birth folks yeah say it yeah Absolutely. and um and so, it was really, really, like, that was, like, I was in Windsor for that month, and mm-hmm. um, the folks at the University of Windsor, just, like, because we're graduates of U Windsor, mm-hmm. like, were so generous and let me rehearse in that space. At, nice. like. All day long, and we'd have rehearsals in the evenings, and wow. I would just like go to the like the Jackman Dramatic Arts Center and like use the studios and work in the studios like every day because it's so much text. Like yeah. Henry V, like King Henry speaks so much in that play, yeah. and so I was like my full all my my whole life was that play for yeah. a long time um, to be able to like get the text get inside the text and mm. let the text be inside me. And, um, and so it was a really, really beautiful time to spend on my practice it was like nice. being, yeah, just like, it was like working with like some of my favorite kind of text to work with yeah. and like in like some of the most beautiful studios I've ever seen. The studios at U are amazing. And, um, and with like a really awesome team and yeah. So yeah. What yeah. was
0: touring that show like?
2: It was awesome. It was intense um because touring is intense but like like i said like the folks on like the cast is just like just like a really really beautiful team of people just like beautiful people um beautiful hearts Mm -hmm. and so um like even through tough times like there was so much support and like it was like yeah just like touring with like some of my like with some of my closest friends and like becoming very close with the people who are on the team.
0: That's kind of the ideal touring yeah. situation, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Cause I
2: think that like touring with people that you don't feel have your back is just like kind of the most exhausting thing in the world. Yeah, God. Yeah.
0: I so can't even imagine. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. So it was really, I felt really lucky to be you know, uh, like in a group of people who I felt yeah. have my back.
0: Nice. Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: And yeah. <laughs> and, um, and yeah. And, just like I don't know. The play that play is like complex because it's a it's a play about colonization. Yes, it's like yeah. just is a like that play is that character is weird and the play is weird because like the protagonist is kind of shitty. Yeah. Yeah. And like and obviously playing like I like also love him yeah. and have a lot of love for him because I Played him, and so I spent a lot of time getting inside of it, like his heart, yeah. and like in his mind and his spirit. Yeah. And he has like, like a fear, like a fierce and loving spirit, yeah. and also does bad things. Yes. Mm-hmm. like, yeah. it, like the yeah, in so many places in that play are his actions just like wrong calls, so <laughs> bad, so bad. Like Ugh. yeah, like the way that he like treats yeah the way that that he and his army colonize is brutal yeah and merciless yeah and also he like the like final scene of the play where he's like wooing the princess is like there are a lot of different interpretations of that scene of yeah. course um but like and we didn't uh, we didn't lean too far into like the what i'm about to speak of but like what I really see in that final scene is like her saying no and mm. him saying but anyways. And right. so like there's like a lot of yeah so yeah. he's like really like and I I was interested in in like not skating over those things yeah. and so is Miriam which is good. That is good. Um because I think that we've spent hundreds of years looking at him as the ultimate hero. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And um yeah, and so yeah, and um, that being said, like as an actor, like you can't like play the bad guy. You just have to find no, the, like yeah. the truth and the justice in w- the character's motivation, and then the play will frame like the and then let let the play do its work. Yeah. let the chemistry yeah. of the play do do its work. And yeah. I don't think Shakespeare wrote someone who's supposed to be just the ultimate hero and the good guy. Mm-hmm. It's just not what he wrote. No, because
0: mm-hmm. he writes flawed yeah. people. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. And 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 he, I think he understood. You know, good people do bad things sometimes. You
2: know? Yes, yeah. they make
0: bad choices.
2: Bad choices. Hamlet
0: makes a shit ton of bad choices.
2: He's <laughs> yeah. done goofs.
0: There done you go. Goops. And uh, yeah. Um, yeah, Nat, what were like? You were you? You've done the voiceover for 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 some animation. What other? Have you done a bunch of done some film work that you
1: want um, to? Um. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know, just sort of all over the place I'm <laughs> just doing my thing um what's the funniest thing oh my god okay this is the, <laughs> this is the funniest thing that always follows me so I need to reference it. it but Robin and Phoebe were recently on an Air Canada flight because they did an incredible workshop in Copenhagen mm-hmm, I close. am <laughs> okay I've never been recognized so many times for such a lame thing but I did this, like, <laughs> it was this commercial for Air Canada, and it's, like, an insurance commercial, and it's, like, a couple, sh- there's a couple different spots of it. It's just a shot of me just listening to a guy talking about insurance, which I literally had to do for, like, six hours, so it was awful. <laughs> but I've, I have had, like, people from high school, like, message me, and I just had Robin the other day, she heard me, like, taking all these photos with me and like, their in-flight movies, <laughs> And also there's all these like fleshy pink it's blurs so in the pictures because it's me pointing at the picture of Nat. Like my dad has never been more proud. <laughs> he's always he's like, that's my daughter. There are like six shots of Nat in this commercial.
2: Wow, <laughs> so, so like, Six shots of Nat
1: being like, mm-hmm,
2: mm, Yeah. yes, I'm sure it is. Uh, pretty cool. This is very exciting. Um, I'm sure everyone around
1: us is really excited about how loud we were yelling about Nat being in this commercial. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's good. I'm just kind of like... Working my way, working my way through oh. and getting more experience, doing a lot of, I think I'm, I don't know, I've done a lot of reenactment shows, which is, like, really funny, but... What's that music I've video? Done, I've done, a, I've done
0: oh. a couple of the reenactment shows, have uh, reenacted, I had a strange and unusual death. Ah,
1: uh, yes. You know, it was like...
0: Re- you gotta, you gotta do it. Y- it's right? a Canadian yeah.
1: staple. That's it for is sure. It is a Canadian staple.
0: It's how you, it's how you get your it's start. How you it's a re-enact- your fame. Reenactment so show. I know. Yeah. It kind of made me want to be on a soap opera.
1: To be honest. Like, oh, <laughs> oh my god, you'd be oh, so, so good. I, yeah. would, I would kill to be on a soap opera. That'd be yeah. so much fun. <laughs> I um would to this day. Yeah, I, I did a music video for. Uh, she's a really wonderful country artist, Jessica Mitchell. She was fantastic. It nice. was directed by Gavin Michael Booth. Booth, not Booth. <laughs> he is also a Windsor grad. Um, or at least from Windsor. I don't know if he's a Graham, he's from Windsor. Um, but yeah, no, just like, I think something that I'm really realizing in in my own work. Uh, I mean, voice acting has always, as as soon as I started doing it, which wasn't really until I graduated university. Um, I just, I love it so much. I love voice acting because, uh, like with animation, a lot of the time it kind of just Look at the character. You read off the page. It's just immediate intuition. Whatever you, wherever it sits, yeah. is where it's at. And it's essentially just doing a bunch of cold reads, um, which is so exciting and fun because you can get play like a million different characters. Even the shows that I have done, I've been able to play multiple characters within those shows. Yeah, um, which is the most exciting. Like um, even on people watching, they needed a quick voice for like a really like. Um, kind of young, bitchy cashier. And so I i, I think her name is Becky, like, of course. But it was so much fun just masking my voice to make it totally different than Candy, the character I, I play. So it was, like, a surprise, like, at the end. Like, oh, that was me! Like, it's just fun. And I, I think, like, my ultimate dream would be able to... Uh, like motion capture work is my obsession because it combines everything I love. It's sure. movement based work and voice work, and mm-hmm. if I can combine those two and do a freaking video game, I would be living on cloud nine. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of where my ultimate goal is at: is to nice. be able to like live that Andy Circus life. Awesome. That's mm-hmm. where I'm where I'm hoping awesome. to get someday. someday. Someday you can't really
0: do uh, motion capture until you're
1: union. So that is no, my next that's, that's goal. The thing, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Um. So. Uh, how long? How long until the the bathtub girls opens? Have
2: uh, you recorded this? Uh, oh, the, it's the twenty first of May. Mm-hmm. So how many days is that? I think that's like twenty four days from now. Is that accurate? Is yeah,
0: that about that? Okay. About that, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. May twenty first is opening night, and we are having a raging party woo, 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 woo. which is again
0: another thing you could do because the space is yours
1: yes exactly. and that's also something that lewis like lewis was like hey
2: have a, a party yeah, like yeah, i'm purchasing yeah. a liquor liquor liquor, liquor license <laughs> liquor license for that night like it's yeah. gonna be a nice time nice.
1: um so highly suggest getting those tickets sooner rather Soon. than later because we are actually getting a number of tickets bought in advance for opening yes nice. um yes Quite a few, so yeah. So yeah. buy in advance. It is limited seating as well.
0: Well, it's a it's a like when you say it's an intimate venue, it's a very intimate. Venue.
1: Yeah, it I is, think it's like max sixty people. I yeah. think sixty-two seats, maybe. 60 That's like maybe? pushing it, though. Yeah, That's yeah. pushing it. I'm yeah. not
2: 100 even. I think that sixty, 60 would be fair. comfier.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So definitely buy a ticket in advance. Yeah. Awesome. Can you know, I also say something <laughs> really funny, just in case are wrapping up soon? Because <laughs> I just want to... <laughs> so when Robin and I were rewriting a scene today, um, we were just... Robin and I are not cool at all, and never have been. Nor were we cool in high school. I was a student council president. <laughs> Robin was probably in the book club. I don't know. Um, and early- no, I, was, I was on
2: the improv team. Oh god, <laughs> <laughs> even worse. <Yeah. laughs>
1: oh yes. Um, so we were dorks, and <laughs> Always have been. our characters are, you know, a bit smoother. And and mm-hmm. we were trying to write a scene where my character's kind of like, um, I forget the exact quote. Uh, just being like, oh, like, why do you even give a shit? Like, like, it's a dissection scene, so they're talking about a pig, and and my character's being all cool, like, oh, like, don't even care, like, it's it's no big deal, whatever. And uh, Robin was trying to find a actual line for my character, and she was like, yeah, 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 yeah. why don't you, why don't you say something like, um, yeah, like whatever is fuck, it's just organic matter, like, <laughs> <it's> like
2: what? <laughs> the line has now been adjusted to, uh, whatever it's a piece it's- of bacon. Yeah, I was like, really?
1: that's the opposite of. What The opposite of cool. Uh, The opposite of cool. It's simply a piece of organic matter. Are you cool? You're not cool in the least. Anyways, I just wanted to embarrass you because that was the most amazing, honest moment that we had today.
0: It it is amazing how those, how the people that we were in high school, that something about that. Stays with us, so as much oh, yeah. as they change, you're yes. still like I'm still the nerd, you know. Yeah. Like, yes. I, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: But totally, being cool is lame and boring. Exactly. Right? Yeah. But well, cool. At least, like, at least, whatever you classify cool is cool can be cool. cool. Wait. Yeah,
2: <laughs> like cool is as cool does. Cool. Is wow. <laughs> I feel like this is so long. Confucius. Um. <laughs>
0: oh god I feel like Cut it's just cool when people
2: live their truth really deeply and yeah, strongly that's and like cool. with yeah. love and kindness yeah I think that's cool well, um, it seems like
0: an awesome way to end right there yeah so much. <laughs> guys I'm, I've, I've been a huge fan of yours since Hamilton thank so thank you. you so much for coming on the podcast I look forward to seeing uh, this iteration of The Bathtub Girls thank
2: we're excited you. to share it we're so happy